cursed thing! Hello, boys! Hello, boys! Hello, boys! Hello, boys! Hello, Manticore. Oh, watch that thing now. <laughs> oh, Greg! Oh, I see you've got some new ghoul pants. Congratulations. Oh, Beholder, you're so cute. You know I'm immune to your steely gaze. Hello, boys. Hey, Lich. Oh, oh hey, Lich. Hey, Lich. Ah, smoothies. Do you think this is still good? Delicious. about the world you're taking us to today. Well, I thought we'd play D&D. Um, ah, classic. Well, the fifth edition. Ooh, shiny and new. And um, they had this campaign come out recently uh, that I liked from the Underdark called Out of the Abyss. Uh, are you touching me? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just... I love new worlds and adventures. It's so exciting. Uh, to Go on, go on. Um, okay, uh, yeah, it takes place in the Underdark, and, um, you know, there's demons involved. I don't want to give away too much more, but, uh, it'll be a pretty exciting time. I wanted to play a deadly campaign. Uh, we have some backup players here waiting to jump in, so I want to, whenever a player might die. Oh, yes, I'm sure we're all excited. Hmm, how about we let the players tell us a little bit about their characters? Sometimes Paul can be a little long-winded. So if you wish, you can skip right to the action in the following episode. Well, uh, so we'll do a brief uh, rundown of each of the characters. Uh, each of them will describe who they're playing and why they're down here. Uh, my name is Tom, and I'm playing a tiefling sorcerer, um, the charlatan background, and he is lawful evil. Um, he is about 5'3", weighs 120, he's 38 years old, since tieflings live a little bit longer than humans, that's about 20, you know, mid-20s, mid to late-20s. Um, he has golden eyes, uh, charcoal skin, um, horns, and tail, standard uh, tiefling sort of fiend presence, and a, a very large and long, like, flowing mane of sunset-colored hair from his, uh, from his head. 
He is, his personality traits are sociopathic, cunning, and deceitful. His ideals that form his moral code is uh, covert revenge. The primary bond he has is he prizes his hair, and so if anything were to happen to it, bad things would occur. Um, some of his flaws is obviously is very overly concerned with his superficial appearances. Uh, his starting charisma is 19, um, in, in keeping with um, the tieflings having to really focus hard on making their way in the world and interacting with other people. His name is Friend. My ideals are covert revenge against the human race. After growing up as a latchkey orphan and seeing my tiefling brothers and sisters uh, sort of downtrodden by the humans, uh, viewing us as lesser peoples, I vowed to uh, seek revenge for that. I found myself in this drow prison after I had lured a human away from the local tavern that we were drinking at in an effort to kill him in revenge. And before I was able to finish the task, a small group of uh, drow captured both of us and brought us into the prison. My name is Friend. After suffering at the hands of the populace simply for being a tiefling, I ran into the wilderness to escape the persecution. I was changed during a weeks-long encounter with a sentient storm, the natural equivalent of a summer fling with a Frenchman on his yacht in the Mediterranean. After the experience and with my newfound powers, I vowed to be the dagger of the tieflings, not only to staunch the flow of blood from my brethren, but also to restore it in kind. They say you will catch more flies with a bee's honey than with vinegar, and I very much intend to ensnare the human filth until they are consumed by my machinations. Alright, my character is Aldrich Dusseldorf. He's a first level ranger. Uh, he's a strong heart, stout halfling, neutral good. He's uh, 25, uh, so just getting out into exploring the world. Uh, 3, 4, 45 pounds, so on the larger size of the halflings, uh, but still very small. Typical halfling, light-skinned, green eyes, mousy brown, uh, curly hair. Dusseldorf considers himself the quintessential folk hero. He comes from a hum humble family on a humble farm. He keeps a set of cooking utensils his mother gave him as a reminder of home, family, and just the love of food. After reading about amazing elven adventures as a kid, he knew he could never be happy running the family farm. Always thinking of himself as an elf born into a halfling's body, He's always wanted to hunt dark elves since a child. He's studied them and the Underdark from any book he could get his hands on. Now is his time to go from his childhood games of hunting dark elves to the real thing and head out to, under, to the underground and into the dark realm to take on the drow head to head. The tales of the demons that dwell there do not scare him. But all that studying, all that bow and sword practice, all that effort to be absolutely ready to take on the Underdark all of it seemed to mean nothing when only 20 minutes and one mile into the realm, he stepped into a trap, got smacked in the head. Unconscious, he was dragged farther into the dark by the drow he had come to capture himself. Dusseldorf is lighthearted and loves to tell a joke, always wants to help, even annoyingly friendly. 
His ideals are to protect nature, fight for the little guy, and shoot and run. He absolutely idealizes elves, considering himself to be actually born one, uh, but stuck in a smaller body. His major flaw is that since he thinks he is part elf, he thinks he's as tall and powerful as a high elf, and often gets himself into trouble he just can't handle. Hello, my name's Danny. I'm playing Sayarek Sand. He is a level one painted elf druid with a hermit background, and his alignment is chaotic good. I am Sayarek Sand. I was once a prominent son of a noble high elf house. 400 years ago, I shunned my people's ways and my family to pursue enlightenment, embracing the ways of the rumored painted wild elves, learning to commune with nature and embrace the druidic path. I found my place in the petrified direwood, long forgotten. It has been centuries since I came into contact with other people, and I had left my refuge only due to a harrowing vision I suffered in the petrified forest deep in a starry evening. A hole opened up in the sand, a gash wounds bleeding and suffering in the, gr in the ground, and from deep within in the darkness I could, he I could feel the pain emanating from within. A great blasphemy against life existed down in those caverns. I knew I had to go down and seek equilibrium in nature. The spirits guided me, telling me that the only place to find this equilibrium was in the deepest dark, where I was destined to meet this great evil. I often get lost in my own thoughts and contemplation, becoming oblivious to my surroundings. Inquiry and curiosity are the pillars of progress. I am still seeking the enlightenment I pursued in my seclusion, and it still eludes me. And I like keeping secrets, and won't share them with anyone. I'm 650 years old, my eyes are silver, my skin is a dark mahogany teak. <laughs> I have long shoulder and length of white hair. Wendell Lemontree grew up on one of the many farmsteads surrounding the metropolis of Waterdeep. From a young age, it was clear to Wendell's parents that he took more after his mother than his broad-shouldered father. Wendell's narrow frame would never endure the toils of everyday farming. Luckily, the boy had talents elsewhere, showing an aptitude for tinkering and repairing various farm tools and equipment Wendell's parents decided he should apprentice under his Uncle Gregory as a locksmith in Waterdeep. Starting at age eight, Wendell's new bunk was in a converted broom closet at the Brass Tumbler, deep in the heart of the metropolis. For the last five years, he has spent his mornings running errands for his uncle and his partner Flavio amid the busy streets and, and clattering denizen of the bustling city. In the afternoons, Wendell would have to replace cylinders, springs, and pins on some of the lower-end projects that would come into the shop. Twice a year, Wendell returns to his family's uh, homestead to visit with his parents and four siblings. Wendell is the middle child. Wendell believes his life is set, and he is okay with that. For Wendell, hard work pays off, but he also thinks that we have to help the less fortunate. Wendell has not so much as taken a copper piece off the ground, believing the coin's true owner would return for it. He is kind and giving. Wendell is too busy to make friends, but believes strongly in friendship. His only real companion is his Uncle Gregory, and he loves to hear Uncle Gregory tell his many exciting stories about all the wondrous and eccentric clients that have walked into the Brass Tumbler over the years. Wendell hopes to meet some unique clients in his career as well. Once Wendell has achieved journeyman status at the Locksmith's Guild, 
He hopes to take up the final step into manhood, finding a wife. Yes, he's been noticing the fairer sex more and more of as of late. He was contemplating this final step on the wagon ride back to his family's homestead. One of the local farmers was returning. <laughs> Paul wrote a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though. No, should, it's I, should, I, should I continue? Yes, yes please. Um, one of the local farmers was returning from an apple delivery to the city. <laughs> and offered to take Wendell, along with a few others, out to the country for, for a few coppers. Across from him in the covered wagon, stuffed between two large field hands, was Sephora, a girl he had grown up with on a, who had grown up on a small farm a few miles away from his family. As children, they had played chase during the crisp nights at the harvest festivals in late autumn. The years had done her well. She now looked, she now looked down and to the side. Wendell wasn't sure if she had noticed him or even recognized him. He spent a good hour trying to think up a clever introduction. Perhaps he should just talk. But the men might find it strange he had waited so long to speak. Were they her brothers? Maybe she could be his wife. Wendell was on the brink of mustering the courage to speak when he heard a heavy crashing outside and the sudden deafening neighing of a terrified horse. Suddenly a crash jolted the side of the wagon, sending it toppling sideways. Wendell saw Sephora's eyes widen in terror as they toppled on top of each other. Then it all went to nothingness. My name is Paul. Wendell Lemontree is a level one rogue. He is lawful good. He is from the city of Waterdeep. He is 13 years old. Personality traits include painfully shy, puberty. Uh, his ideal is generosity. His bond is he will attach himself. Yeah, I was a little confused by bond, but he's going to attach himself to an, over, uh, an older male and lust after any female quietly. Um, his flaw is that he mumbles and he must masturbate. Join me now and lend your souls to my phylactery as we join. Dungeons and Dragons, out of the abyss.